I don't think I'm disciplined enough to do this episode. To be completely honest, I think I'm gonna have to walk out on you, dude. My bad. Yeah. Watch the mic. Can, can you not mm-hmm. sword fight with me? No, I can't. Yeah, my bad. I can't do this. Where are you going? Your mom's house. <laughs> I'm kidding. What are we in fifth grade? Apparently. I don't Apparently, know. because we are not disciplined enough to do anything. Yes. <sighs> Speaking of, I like the topic of this episode that we have here today. Really? What is it? This is the episode that we call How to Master the Art of Self-Discipline. Hmm. You don't say. It's a big topic. It is. I've heard of a lot of people struggling with discipline in general. Yeah. I think we can dive deep into this uh, in terms of like how to actually discipline yourself, how to remove some limiting beliefs about it, so on and so forth. But Mm. yeah, I mean, even... I assume everybody has their struggles with it. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's only natural that, you know, we have desires that sometimes outweigh the the logic and it's just, it's a mess. Yeah. We get it. Especially earlier on in life. It's not just sometimes, it's more often than not, so. Yeah. So. Uh, but we get into the question. Yeah. What is discipline? Of what is discipline? What is discipline? So I think I can give, like, I'm going to give one of the standard dictionary definitions, and then we can just get into what we think about it in general. Gotcha. So one of the definitions is it's a controlled behavior resulting from disciplinary training. Okay. That's obviously very, like, boring and scientific, Mm -hmm. but it has some truth in it. Up to a certain point, you have to control your behavior for what you want. And it's going to require some form of training. Mm-hmm. So controlled. Controlled yeah. is a key word. But I mean, what do you think discipline, how would you define discipline personally? Discipline, I would have to define as knowing when to use extremes. And I mean using extremes in order to push through a medium. So essentially, you want to be balanced. That's your word. That's my of word. Course. Because being balanced gets you through things. Now, you need that extra push sometimes. And that's what I mean. Be extreme about it. So if not, by saying the word extreme, I mean lenient on something. So mm-hmm. if I am going to choose a goal, then I'm going to have to make that my ultimate focus. Yeah. Essentially. So therefore, I'm pushing myself extremely in one direction rather than being balance Mm -hmm. but then balance comes out into the bigger picture along your timeline of a life because that one that specific focus is just a part of one specific spot in your life so you more so think about it in terms of like i have to discipline myself in spurts yes so every waking moment is a chance to discipline myself Mm -hmm. it's it it, it's going to show me how um i'm going to react to certain things or whatever um, which is why I say, like, you always got to, like, be out, you know, treat your day as a day because yeah. you got to step foot out the door. You got to come back. You got to do all kinds of things, be indoors, outdoors, and all over. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you have, when you live a day in its day, it just changes everything because there's more room for things to happen, more, for, more, room, more room for you to decide 
on things. Right. Yeah. So when you have the decision making, that's when you're going to truly test your discipline. Mm -hmm. And discipline is going to help you make proper decisions, I think. And it's going to help you realize what truly matters. It's a very interesting take, especially the spurts of discipline. Yeah, because if I wasn't disciplined, I think um, that's where feeling lost would come from. Yeah. But if you are disciplined, you would know exactly like your path, the things you do truly desire, the things that you realistically could do and you want to do. Mm -hmm. And you move like that. Mm. So I may not feel like doing my bed in the morning, but I know that this is benefiting something that has nothing to do with my bed at all. Yeah. The impact is much broader than the actual. I trust the system because it's easy to trust the system when it's reliable like it's working mm-hmm. you get me yeah you could try supplements you could try one a day for men you could do whatever the hell you want you know and try generic things go to albertson's mm-hmm. and pick up whatever they have and try to help your days and you know dominate your your grind but that's not it's not working yeah i like that when it comes to my own per- personal definition i think that discipline is obviously just about getting the things done that will move you forward. Mm-hmm. But it's also understanding the differentiation between logic and emotion. Yeah. Yes, we are emotional creatures. We're also logical creature, creatures. But at a certain point, if you allow the emotion to take, take over mm-hmm. your psyche, then that's, that's not healthy. Yeah. It can lead to a very destructive place in all areas of your life. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, just basic definitions, I think are very important for the audience to understand Mm -hmm. just to get a sense of what we're even talking about. Um, other than that, I think an important, oh, you fixing my mic? This goddamn mic. I think an important, uh, thing to mention is, at least for the audience is why is it important at all? Mm -hmm. To be disciplined. Why do you think it's important for people to focus on discipline at all? Um, because I think organization is, is the key of all this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't organize your cabinet, but not organize yourself. So the larger complaint is always going to be, I don't feel good. I feel fat sometimes. I feel terrible sometimes. I feel depressed during certain seasons. I, um, it's always just like negative complaints, complaints, complaints. Yeah. And then you start to wonder like, what's, what's happening? Okay. Now I feel like someone that's been through it is always going to, it's always like, you feel like it's easy to talk about it. Okay. And just talk about like being disciplined and, uh, the emotion of the ocean and how to deal with things yeah. and how to move. Right. So that you don't actually complain and you start to actually feel better too. All right. You never want to like feel like crap and just keep going. Like it makes no sense. You want to find a solution mm-hmm. to your feelings. But I don't know, man, uh, it, it, it's kind of like, it's, it's an organizing tool because again, you need to organize yourself so that you can make decisions with light breath. You don't want to be heavy breathing, just overwhelmed while making decisions ever. You want it to be automatic. You want it to be automatic and free flowing. Like, yeah, I like that. It's kind of like, a, it's a part of your day. It's just a part of, it's 
It's a part of Saeed today. Mm. It's a part of whatever. It's 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 like the dance of life, mm. you know? I'm not going to let something ruin or pause my dance. Like, it's just, just keep everything emotion, kind of. 100%. And I think without the skill of self-discipline, mm-hmm. nothing good comes out of your life. Nope. Relationships, health, career, making money, uh, being known for something in the world. Yeah. I don't think you can have any of those things without... You cannot be a leader if you do not know how... If you're not disciplined, dude. Of course. You cannot be a leader at all. Of course. Um, And the interesting thing is that if you don't develop the capacity to control yourself mm -hmm. when it comes to your choices, then you will likely automatically fall into hedonism, which is just this obsessive lifestyle that wants to try to fill voids day by day, short term. With pleasure. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So feeling lethargic is kind of like the goal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Is to, you know, forget about the pain and forget about everything. Yeah. But that's detrimental in the long long term. Yeah. So disciplined, I think if you want to be disciplined, essentially, you have to be about the long-term game. A hundred. Yeah. That, I right? mean, you that can't basically be like, sums it up. Yeah. Um, but we do live in a short-term world. I do see a lot of people trying though, you know, but yeah, discipline. Discipline is needed to be a leader. It is mm-hmm. needed to be a follower, even. It is needed to be an essential human being that other human beings can benefit out of. Absolutely. Like, yeah, you absolutely need that. Mm-hmm. And you can't complain about presidents. You can't complain about, you know, higher ups. You can't complain about managers. You can't complain about anything when you're not self disciplined yourself. Yep. Because, hey, like, that's just how the world works, you know? You, you got to be stronger. And in order to do that, you're going to have to work on it. That's and it starts with works. your mind. Yes. And that's what self-discipline is. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But yeah, if you're wondering like, how can I develop discipline? How can I improve my life? This is the way this episode is basically going to teach you a few strategies. I think a good handful of strategies that are going to help you in that direction. So Absolutely. stay tuned. Um, real life stories, personal experiences. I know I've had a, you know, being... A disciplined person for most of my life. I've also had issues with swinging the pendulum in the other direction. Okay. Where I'm very hedonistic. Mm-hmm. So I'm like an all or nothing type of character. And you've seen this within like my diet, for example. Like mm-hmm. I will go three months perfect, mm-hmm. just the highest quality stuff. And then I'll go a week where I just eat like complete shit. Yeah. And, and like, I've tried to figure that out. Like, what is that? Um, it's like you have a, a week of tweaking. Like you're just like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't. Yeah. I need to have this. But as I get older, I find myself getting a lot better with it. Well, I would, I think that has a lot to do with peer pressure. And I'm not saying that they're pressuring you to like do this stuff, but it's kind of like pay attention to the people around you. What are they eating? What are they doing? Mm-hmm. If you're seeing this stuff, that's like visual candy. So it's something to look forward to later. Yeah. So when you've had enough, like you're at the brim of like frustration and you're like, all right, screw this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have it. You're going to have a full week's worth. Like it's going to become an infused part of your lifestyle Mm -hmm. (laughs) until you're, until you feel like crap and then you're going to stop. Have you ever experienced that? Of course. It's like little spurts. Or at least do you have any other struggles when it comes to discipline? Um, Ideally through story form. Yeah. So I can tell you this. Um, I used to be a cigarette smoker. Okay. Hookah, that kind of stuff. Tobacco. And... It was a long journey because 
I started before I was 18, which was terrible. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was getting people to buy me cigarettes and do all that stuff. So it's kind of shady. Starting them young. Yeah, starting them young. By the time I hit 18, I started to want to quit. Already? Yeah. But do you see the problem here? I've already been smoking for like three years. Yeah. So quitting was kind of like, um, you know, and you have like a half child mind, but you're like half an adult. That's a, yeah, that's a great point. So it's a great, it, it's a great time. <laughs> Your brain's still developing too. Yeah. It's because like you want to be an adult when someone disrespects you, but you want to be a kid the rest of the day. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's, that's just how you generally live. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I remember the biggest struggle was truly letting go. So I would let go for like two months. Okay. And I'm like, hell yeah, I did it two months down the line. And then the third month I go to, you know, on a trip and I'm like, dude, I remember like having a cigar here. Yeah. And it kind of like slowly triggers visuals and I start to get more attached to it. And I'm like, you know what? It wouldn't hurt. It's been a while. You were pretty disciplined, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Let's just. Let's release the valves a little bit. Tone it down a little bit and just get, you know, it's all good. Just have, just keep it for the trip, you know, keep it for the trip. What happened then was that I kept it for the trip. And then from the trip, that same pack came with me home and I left it for a week. And then a week later, you're like, you know what? I'll just have one. Two weeks later, you're like, all right, I finished the pack. You're like, whoa, what happened? Back to smoking. See what I mean? That's the tricky thing about it. Discipline is like this thing where you're that constant three months. I was completely battling and and, and talking to myself like, nah, no, yes, yes, absolutely. Mm, I'll let it slide. Don't tell anyone. Yeah, you're back to smoking. Mm -hmm. damn you're an idiot you know it's just back and forth like you really you're frustrated by it because you don't know what's truly controlling it you know there's all these voices in your head telling you like this don't yes and different days you have different moods yeah so you know um and it all affects your decision making so how do you truly grasp it and choke hold it and just be like no Mm -hmm. yes and that's why i say grab your chest piece like you're literally grabbing your voice and you're telling it to shut up and you're moving it. You're actually moving it. But is that the best way in every scenario? Not necessarily. I find that to be working for me because I do think a lot. Like I enjoy thinking. Um, I would rather think and jolt down in my head rather than put it down on a piece of paper because I will do it later. Mm-hmm. Um, but that helps me like filter out the good ideas from the bad ideas when I do write it down. Yeah. But Because that internal battle is basically the foundation of, of it all. Of yeah. people's struggles with discipline. Yeah, it's desire versus yourself telling you that, like, it's your logic telling you, this is why. You know exactly why you shouldn't do it mm-hmm. and why you want to quit to begin with. But then that desire and that empathy and that mo- emotion just kind of like the emotional brain wants to take over. It just all, yeah, it just washes up with the logic and it starts to like make you believe that it's fine. You know yeah. what? You only live once. You yeah. Know, that kind of stuff. It's very interesting. Because on one hand, you need the internal battle and to a certain degree, it'll always be there. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, you want to try to find ways. And I'm not even sure about this. You want to try to find ways to practice. And it sounds cringe coming out of my mouth. Practice self-love. It is. It is. But not in the way that most people talk about it. You just want to not. Do not don't neglect yourself. It's not like self-love. We mean like you have to be infatuated with yourself. Yeah. You know, it's all magical rainbows in your room and you're, you're fucking... Where it becomes delusional. Yeah, okay, that's, that's far out of the idea of what I'm, of what I'm presenting, but mm-hmm. 
it's like, don't neglect yourself. Okay. Don't give more attention to other people. Give yourself the attention first. You get me? So it's like, if I'm going to leave the house, I'm going to ensure that I look presentable Mm -hmm. because that is for me. It's not for other people. Yeah. That's kind of like the mentality that we need to be focused on rather than I need to put on these clothes because otherwise they're going to talk about me. No, dude, do whatever you want. Like, it's kind of like, first of all, do you care about being presentable? Mm -hmm. Okay. That's step number one. So then be presentable. That's it. That's step number two. There's, it's kind of like, that's how discipline is. It's do the thing. It's, it's what my dad always tells me. 90% of life is shit you don't want to do technically because if we don't want to use our brains, then yes, we are humans that are merely existing. And if you merely exist, you are a short-term person. There's a, there's a pro and con to it all. Yeah. Um, what I find interesting is that, and I think this is a great one for the audience to pick up on, is that awareness alone is curative. Now, what do I mean by that? I've had many times in my life where it seems like I can't make a specific change, even though I know exactly why I should be making that change. Mm-hmm. But the mere fact of giving into it, giving into the temptation, falling down, and then noticing why I'm doing it, if I do that like 10, 20, 30 times over, yeah. eventually something will stick and I will just move past it. Mm-hmm. You're right. I don't know what it is. I think it's just the fact that awareness is a very powerful tool. Awareness. And when you become highly aware of what you're actually doing, for example, if you're eating junk food all day, you understand like, oh, I can't keep this up for another 10, 20 years or else I'll have a heart attack. Yeah. Something like that. Limiting your thinking for sure. You have to limit your thinking. You have to time that stuff. That's what discipline is. It's like doing those little things. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh man, I'm, I'm an emotional mess. But then after that, after thinking about your grief, Quickly just insert the idea of, all right, I need to time my thinking because this is, I still have a long day ahead of me Mm -hmm. and you know, I am an organized person and I want to be successful and I want to do this and that. that. So you're gonna have to work on every section of your life, even down to your thoughts. Yeah. Um, Now diet comes in and it essentially either destroys the process of limiting your thinking or it helps you limit your thinking. Like it Mm. boosts your mood. It just puts you in a different light for the day or whatever it is, you know, like food helps, you know, it can really put you in a, it could put you in a, in a really deep, low starting point, or it could put mm-hmm. you at a fair medium. So it's momentum for the push. Yeah. That's also an important thing for the audience to understand is that momentum either works for or against you. Mm-hmm. And discipline is the key component to that. Cause if you don't have discipline, then everything in your life is going to work against your greatest ambition Yeah, and vice versa. Yeah. Um, so yeah, very interesting stuff. Um, extremely. Shall we get into some actionable advice? Cause Hell we have, yeah. we have quite a few things to of talk course, about. Of course. Um, and for those who don't know, I actually wrote a book on this, not to hype myself up, but yeah. to hype myself up. Yes. To hype yourself up. It's called the 12 pillars of self-discipline. Uh, I wrote it all like three, four years ago, but it was very interesting cause I was going through this for the actual note of the episode and I realized that I wrote a lot of good stuff down that, mm-hmm. you know, I can bring up for the episode. So number one, I think this is probably the most important thing of them all is you need to create an emotionally compelling vision of what you want for your life. Yeah, I agree. You need something that now keyword emotionally compelling. You can't just like think about it for five minutes and then just forget it mm-hmm. Yeah, for the rest this, of your day. This is, yeah, like this is the Sims and you are a player. 
now. Start playing. Mm-hmm. Like, develop, build, imagine. So imagination is building too. Yeah. But like you can, that's what's cool about it is that you can revisit it. Like it's a thought that you can just be like, all right, I'll revisit my future house in your head. And if, it, if you do it well, you revisit it very consistently, mm-hmm. daily. And it starts to become like, like the days where you used to play with your action figures. Yeah. You just like create scenarios. I don't know. <laughs> you know, like, like how <laughs> is what I'm doing right now going to take me here? Yeah. What can I do once I get there? Yeah. Like all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So now you look at your world like it's a chessboard and you're like, all right, what piece can I move? Mm-hmm. You know, do I need to sell my car to bring a capital to the table or do I, what do I need to do? Yeah. Like these are things that you're moving around. So mm-hmm. um, that's why I always thought it was funny when I used to ask people when I was a kid, um, like, why do you go to the bank so much? You know, like, why do you, why do you go to the bank every single day? Like, I thought yeah. your money was just sitting there, you know? And they're like, oh, well, you know, I got to move money around. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Like, like <laughs> move money you just, around. Like, you imagine like a crate, you know, and then they're just like, you know, security guards just moving their money yeah. from location to location yeah. for some reason. But now I understand it. It's kind of like, yes, it's, it's all, you know, there's an intent behind every move. So mm-hmm. yeah. there you go. You know, you're physically actually moving things. Yeah. So your vision serves, it acts like a North Star. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very good way to put it. Because whatever you do, ideally you create the vision and then from that, all of your actions funnel down from it. Mm -hmm. So you're constantly thinking about how I can connect what I'm doing right now to how it's going to get me to that ultimate point. Um, So I guess a question for you is, what's your vision? Damn. My vision? It's a big question. It's a huge question. doesn't need to be comprehensive. Because but. like I, I don't want to visually explain it, but I can easily say that I know what lifestyle I want to choose. And it's more along the um, kind of like aware, awareness, but at the same time infused with fun. Like I do know that I want to live a clean lifestyle, you know, mm-hmm. um, not minimal because that's extreme. But at the same time, I'm not going to, you know, just buy things I don't need. Yeah. You, know you want I mean? mindfulness like I, I, with mindlessness. Yeah. So these are the things that help me kind of just generate organizational skills within how I envision everything. And it's like down the line, I just want, I want comf- comfort, you know, mm-hmm. just comfort. And I want everything to be clean. I want to know what's going inside my body. I want Aesthetically to, pleasing environment. Aesthetically pleasing environment. Just uh, a nice family. You know, I want a private home, mm-hmm. not a public one. <laughs> what else? Yeah. Just. I think for most like, people. I can imagine simple. my household being like an active place between me and my family. Yeah. Like an active place. And I want people to just look at us and be like, damn, I'm so jealous that they actually have amazing family time. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I envision it, to be completely honest. Oh, absolutely. So in order to do that, I need to be extremely organized, right? You got to know what trips are coming up. You got to know what, what this, you got to be the, the planner. You got to be the, and the, you're very the good actual real life organizer. Yeah. So if I've come a long way of like 15 years of organizing myself, that's a huge resume for someone else to rely on. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I look at that as like husband material. Cool. Hey, I'm like, if I was a service provider, I'd be Verizon. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Fr- like, I'm the most reputable service yeah, provider, Verizon. Exactly. And that's why I work in my 
uh, organizational skills so I can ensure that it'll be a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I like no, that. Well, not just a good time, but like also just realistically happy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think, you know, two last things on vision. Um, it would help to write it down. You don't need to. I'm not a firm believer that you have to. Mm -hmm. But I think at least one time in your life, write it down, get, you know, flesh it out, get an idea of what you want. Yes, sir. And then um, evolve with it. Also, I think, like I said, North Star, the vision is your direction. And that's mm -hmm. the most important thing. As long as you're headed in a healthy direction, who cares about the specifics? Because you'll figure it out. Um, that's all that matters. Yeah. Now towards, I just want to say one more thing about vision. Don't envision people. Envision yourself. Don't envision the people around you. Trust me. Ooh. That's a huge one because it's just a waste of time. Yeah, I don't that. don't stop and think about who's going to be in your life and who's not. Just literally focus on your vicinity, what you want to build. Do that, and whoever's there is there, and that's it'll that's, come. That's it. Yeah. Don't think about every text message you're going to send. Don't think about it. Like just let it happen. Just let it happen. That's money. Yeah. All right. Next, and this ties directly into val into vision. That is, you must understand your key core values. Aha. Now, what is a value? A value is essentially an intangible quality that you would like to embody within your character. So examples are discipline, responsibility, beauty, fun. Um, what else do I have written? Wisdom, health, mm. personal growth. These are examples of values. Yes, sir. So I actually have a three-step process of how you can actually discover your values. Which is? Step number one is you need to identify moments when you were slash are the happiest. So think about those times where, you know, you just felt a very powerful sense of joy. Mm -hmm. What about those moments created the joy in your life? And a few questions you can ask yourself are, what were you proud of? Why were you proud? Did other people share your pride? Why? And then lastly, what other factors contributed to your feeling of pride? Mm -hmm. So it's very important because that's the first step. The values need to be connected to some form of joy. Yes. Once you have that, you go on to step two, which is to identify the times you were most fulfilled and satisfied. So same line of logic. logic. What need or desire was fulfilled? How, did, how, did, how and why did the experience give your life meaning? Mm -hmm. Things of that nature. And then, of course, you're, you're just writing this down and actually fleshing it out. Step three is the act of prioritizing your values. So you need to compare your entire list mm -hmm. to one another. And the way you do that is, um, let me see here. You write down your top values in no particular order. And then you ask yourself this key question. If I could satisfy only one of these values, which one would I choose? Mm. So let's say you have the value of security versus freedom. If you were put in a situation, which would you rather choose? And whichever one you choose mm -hmm. goes higher up. And then you do that through the, throughout the entire list. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a nice way to think about it. Because mm -hmm. it's like shackles or no shackles. It's kind of like yeah. what it essentially is. Yeah. An example for me is like freedom. Freedom's one of the most important values yeah. in my life. Because yeah. I want to be able to move how I want, do what I want, 
spend time with whom I want. Yeah, the so most forth. valuable asset on this earth is time. So I'd rather have more of that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's different for each person. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. It is different for every person, which is why they're essential questions to ask. Yeah. What's another top value of yours? Another top value. Experience, dude. Wisdom. Because mm -hmm. wisdom comes from experience as well. Yeah. Um, for sure. Freedom. Uh, choose who you want to be. Who you want to be around with. And what you want to do. It's like a non-negotiable When you want to do it. Yeah. Come on. Like. <laughs> Come that's, on. That's not. Yeah. You can't negotiate that. I don't know. I value time a lot. Yeah. I, val I value time, knowledge, wisdom, creativity, art. Mm -hmm. All that. Yeah. And what you'll notice is that as you become more aware of those values, you start to move the chess pieces mm -hmm. in your life around so that they meet those values. Yeah. Like, why do you go on a hike? Why do you, why do you do yeah, cinematography? It's an, it's an inner thing. That? And that's what I like about like, you have to be emotionally there too. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't recognize just the sad things in life. You got to recognize the happy ones too. So if you ask someone like, what makes you sad? For the most part, you can think of a lot of things. But when you say, hey, what makes you happy? They'll be like, what makes me happy? It's funny how that works. Yeah. It's just, you can't really think of anything. Because mm -hmm. they haven't or thought about it. Or just like that, you can't, at least. So, or very few people, I would say. So that's, uh, yeah, that's kind of a problem. That's something we need to, that's something within ourselves that we, that means we have miscommunication with ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Something to think about, guys. Yeah. Definitely something to think about. Next, we have small scale and sustainability. Mm. Now, I'm a firm believer that if you want to practice discipline, the activity that you're doing ideally has to be small and sustainable. What I mean is like, instead of, let's say you want to start a meditation habit, mm -hmm. you don't go straight out of the gate into an hour of meditation a day. Yeah. How nice. many people can make that work? Even the pros have a hard time sometimes. Very few. Yeah. So instead, you start with five minutes a day. Mm -hmm. And you do that every single day. And before you know it, you can scale up from there. Mm. So the foundation is that it has to be small scale. It has to be sustainable over the long term. Yeah. So you would rather let it stretch over time rather than just destroy yourself from the beginning and have a really negative connotation towards it. Yeah. And we've all experienced moments where we bit off more than we can yeah. chew. Yeah. And another part of discipline, I think, is to always keep your, um, is to limit your expectations. It's to keep mm -hmm. it at like a, a medium too. You can't keep your expectations high or low. You got to keep it at a medium. Like it's part of the motion that I was talking about. Like if you're going to, if you're going to, if you're going to choose to dance with your day and just let it flow, however it does, you can't have expectations. Like you get you. And what I mean by that is like, don't have any expectations. Just keep them limited. Yeah. You know? So be like, Oh, today could be either great or bad. Mm -hmm. I don't mind. Just, let's just see. Like, yeah, it's kind of like the IDGAF mentality, you know, mm -hmm. just the, the art of not giving a crap. <laughs> like, just yeah yeah that's that's kind of essential yeah also the thing about um doing a certain activity for like five minutes a day most people don't think that's anything 
Mm-hmm. But they're only looking at the surface level. What you're trying to achieve here is to make it a habit. Yeah. To do it every single day. And that from that point, you can scale up. Yeah. It's not about, you know, hammering out as much as you can within that day. It's just about getting it done in a sustainable manner. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. And then what ties into that is another one of our pillars to discipline. That's consistency. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you have to be consistent in order to gain yeah. any benefits. Consistency gets results. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You have anything else? I know I have a few uh, things Discipline? Here. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, like, think of, I would say, like, try to, invi- if I were to, like, pick, paint a picture. Remember those graphs we used to get in history class? Where it would just be like a timeline and it would be like one arrow going this way and one arrow going that way. Yeah. And it would show you like, oh, 850 AD going that way. And then like. The Romans conquered yeah, this. Exactly. Yeah. And it would just have like pinpoints. Mm. Think of your life like that. How would you Ooh. want to design it? What, what is your timeline? You get me? It's not going to be perfect. Yeah. But it's a good. And the things that go on there are the things that are realistically expected. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't put things like, you know. July 4043, I'm going to get it. Like, okay, first of all, you're not going to grow to be 3,000. July 4043. Yeah. You're not, like, like, keep it, you know, just because it's an imaginative, like, visual board doesn't yeah. mean you should go overboard. Like, get keep it realistic. Like, think of it in terms of a stretch. Like, it's a long stretch and you have till 85 years old. What is on there? Start getting creative. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be dogmatic about it. Like, don't write down, I'm going to get married by 23 mm-hmm. and then get disappointed ties into the expectations because you don't, it doesn't happen. Yeah. I like that. Exactly. Yeah. I like painting pictures. <laughs> yeah. So I have one more practical thing. And then I think it's valuable for us to get into a frequently asked questions uh, bit. So the last one is in every, almost every scenario in life, you don't have to be perfect. Make the most emotionally difficult decision yes. in that situation. Mm-hmm. So an example is like, let's relate diet. If I have the choice between eating this fucking tub of Ben and Jerry's ice cream or actually cooking a homemade meal that's nutritious for me, the emotionally easy choice mm-hmm. is to go for the ice cream. Mm-hmm. Emotionally difficult is to make the meal, go through the work. Yeah. That applies to absolutely everything in your life. Yeah, that's because one of your values is wisdom. And then what creates wisdom? Experience. And how are you going to create experience? By being uncomfortable. Boom. And you're going to pound that into yourself. All right. And if you're given two decisions, most likely one of them is more comfortable than the other. I think me and you can agree on this, but we choose the more uncomfortable decision because I know this will ground me somehow later in the future. And this will be more of a benefit to me, myself, my mind, my body, my family, and everything else. It'll That's pay all off. that matters. Yeah. So it comes down to your values once again. Beautiful. Yeah. So now we get into frequently asked questions. Yes, sir. We're just going to throw out questions. We have a good list of them. Let's just rattle off what we think could help yeah. to answer that question. I'm down. Let's run through it. <clears throat> Number one, how do I deal with the boredom of routine when it comes to self-discipline? Again, envision. Envision what you would like to be doing. Envision uh, your surroundings. Envision your environment. And everything in my mind has a theme. So find things that relate to that and start either purchasing items, mm-hmm. um, building things, doing whatever it is that's going to surround you in that environment. 
whether it's, you know, products, tools, even reading about it. Just get yourself in the zone and think of zone. Just think of area, zone, environment. Put yourself within that and then you won't be bored, dude. You're going to be like, what happened to boredom? Love it. Yeah. Very interesting that you mentioned zone because boredom is actually the first stage mm -hmm. before you can get into the zone. So my recommendation is you have to learn how to become comfortable with boredom. If you don't have shit to do and you're just sitting in your room on the floor, because I know you've mentioned this mm -hmm. before, you enjoy it. You stare up at the ceiling, yeah, but play some music. Big, huge thing. Why? Why do you hate boredom? It's because you're wasting time and you know you didn't do anything correctly that satisfies you today. Mm -hmm. So therefore, wasting time is boredom. When you're yeah. boredom, you have empty room to think about, holy crap, I am such a pathetic human being. Yeah, sure. Let me feel guilty about this instead. This yeah. is exactly what's happening. So when I'm bored, I'm like, dude, this, man, I got some time off. This is dope. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like I'm staring at the ceiling. Like, I will never get to do this maybe for five months. Yeah. So it's different. But yeah, it goes, comes down to that. So Beautiful. don't be bored. <laughs> Next question. Yeah. How do I prevent myself from lowering my standards in an attempt to fit in with the crowd? How do I lower my standards in an attempt? How do I prevent myself oh, okay. from lowering my standards to fit in with other people's expectations? So this has um, okay. This is, is this, environment. Is this talking about click? Like if I were in, let me paint you a scenario. Yes, I like to eat healthy. Sure, but my friends don't like to eat healthy. Mm -hmm. How do I avoid myself from eating unhealthy because they do? Oh, once again, you are solely your own human being. You're your own person. If you are self-disciplined enough, I sure hope you have the control for you to say, all right, I'm going to grab something else or check out their side menu or don't eat at all. <laughs> I've been through that. I'm just like, I'm not going to eat. I'll eat after. Yeah. I know what I'm going to eat after for sure. Yeah. And that's what a controlling person does. He has a plan B, baby. He's got a plan yes, B, sir. C, D, E, e F, F, G. G, whatever you want. G wagon. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Even plan Z. But yeah. Wow. Next question. How do I stay motivated throughout the process? Okay, motivation is BS. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I would have to say motivation is bullshit because motivation just depends on the day and it depends on the time and what happened the day before and what happened in your lifetime and all that. So it has a lot to do with the past. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, let's not use motivation and let's just use energy, baby. Kind of a different take though. I agree with you. Sure. I think of motivation as all of the engine fuel and thrust that gets the rocket off of the ground. Mm -hmm. You might have an inspiring moment that tells you to take an action. And then once you get into orbit, once that rocket gets into orbit, that is an analogy for discipline because then you're just coasting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. I mean, I don't dislike motivation. Motivation feels amazing. But it's not something to yeah. rely Have on. Have you seen those like insane videos? Which ones? Where they're like, you ain't shit <laughs> if you ain't wake up today without brushing your teeth and get immediately to work. Yeah. Like, okay, relax. But um, <laughs> they, they get you up. It's like, it's like a, like a, an awakening if you, at the very beginning stages, mm -hmm. I would say. Yeah. Uh, in the middle, you're like facing so many blocks that you're like, dude, I don't, I can't even rely on motivation anymore. I don't Gotta care. watch another video, yeah, man. I, I don't care who David Goggins is. I don't care who Matthew McConaughey is. Yeah. They ain't doing crap anymore. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Not doing anything and you, for me. Yeah, because essentially you get stuck in that loop of like, let me just read about self-discipline and never self-discipline. 
It's facts. And that's what you want to avoid. Facts. Yeah. This is an interesting one. How can I get over the idea that self-discipline is a form of punishment? Uh, well, if you push things to extremes, I would say that it's a punishment. Mm -hmm. Which is why I say you have to play with your expectations too. You can't have large expectations and then, you know, the, obviously the larger the expectation, the more the punishment's going to be because you're, you're, you're just that hard on yourself. Yeah. So... Discipline is more, like we said, about consistency. And the vision. And knowing the vision. where you're going to yeah, get. Yeah, it's the ultimate goal. Never losing sight of that. You, mm -hmm. you want to hold on to it like this is your everything. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, dude. Like, you can't. Yeah, no. That's my answer. I think this purely comes down to how society, our teachers, our parents taught us to relate to discipline. Mm. Because it's all... People have this negative connotation when it comes to the word. They think, oh man, I have to do this because I feel obligated to. Yeah. That's not the point. The reason we're even making this episode is to try to get you to shift your mindset and think about it as a, a form of self-love because that's what it is. Mm -hmm. You're getting yourself ahead, doing the right things that other people are not willing to do in order to get somewhere they're not able to get. Mm -hmm. Simple. Yeah. Things speak. Yeah. That's why the human body, like when you get up in the morning, that's why you are a store. Open up shop. So when you open up shop, you're going to look at your list of to do what's happening. Now, when I start doing my things, you realize I don't say I don't feel like it. Ah, what do you feel like eating? Feel, feel, feel. There's no feel in this. Okay. It's when you're do <laughs> when you're operating, there's no feel. Okay. Yeah. Your computer. You can't tell it to like open up Google Chrome and it tells you, ah, can we like wait five minutes? Like, I don't feel like it. No, it just operates. Does it not? And that is what you are. At least sometimes when it yeah. doesn't crash. You're a machine that processes information and does crap on yeah. command. Yeah. So do that. Like treat yourself like that. Like you're, you're not necessarily a, a robot, but if you're not sick and you're able-bodied and ready to go, stop feeling. Just, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it looks like I need to send out those emails. Okay. Mm. There's, it's just so monotone. It's balanced. It's whatever. It's, it's a part of your day. Just keep it going. Mm -hmm. like, there's no, I don't feel like it. And then you extend and like do all this stuff. And then you're late for work just because. Then you feel like shit. Yeah. Then you don't, you doubt yeah. yourself. And it's and all then. negative. And then, yeah. And then you're like, oh, Mondays. What do you mean Mondays? Like, <laughs> there's no such thing. It's just today. Yeah. All right. We do this thing because, you know, some people don't know how to keep track. So, you know, I'll, I'll be the organized one and give it to you. <laughs> last question yeah what if I slide back into my old ways of laziness and hedonism limit it I would say don't exceed two days mm -hmm. and to that yeah I'd say just do it one more time yep I can't tell you how many times even with diet there's been at least a thousand times mm -hmm. where I've quote unquote fucked up yeah. gotten back up and then I was good yeah you're good you know stores also close on Christmas so just take take a week off who cares yeah like it's not the end of the world work will always be there you just need to take care of you. And it starts with organizing your mind, organizing your space, organizing your relationships, organizing your thoughts, organizing your vision, mm -hmm. and knowing ultimately what you want to grasp in this life and what your three values are. And yeah, start adding, subtracting, boys and girls. Get back on the horse. Yes, sir. If you enjoyed this episode, give it a thumbs up and follow us on YouTube at the 2AM Podcast. Mm -hmm. Also, we are on Spotify at the 2AM Podcast. 
on Apple Podcasts and many more major streaming platforms. So yes. go ahead and follow us there. Tell your family and friends, and we will catch you next time. Peace. Thank you.